it's time for a chocolate and coffee break. So grab your cuppa and let's listen together to stories from people of all walks of life that will touch your heart and reveal that opposites are the same. I'm your host, Andrea Putting, and this is Chocolate and Coffee Breaks, where we bring people together in the spirit of love and acceptance. Today on Chocolate and Coffee Breaks, I have a guest with me, Anup Bantra. And Anup is a business growth specialist helping businesses to innovate and pivot. However, today we're here to talk about some other issues, but I'm sure some of that will come up because usually it does in some way. So, Anup, welcome to Chocolate and Coffee Breaks. Thanks, Andrea. Well, let's start off. Do you have some chocolate? Do you have chocolate? Oh, yes. Like, I, like I just love dark chocolate. Uh, like, in our company, we, all of us, like, we're a small team of 10 people and all of us are very fond of chocolate and it's just like our way of of uh, giving our warmth and love to each other so one person will bring a whole lot of chocolates and we just keep them near the reception and people just keep having them yeah and I, that's what I always talk about with with chocolate and coffee is the idea is that chocolate does do that it it breaks down the kind of that barrier of it it just it just just says to somebody that I accept you for who you are. I want to give you something that's a special and that's a value to me. So yeah, I like that's it. That a you... very good thought, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah, like the accepting people for who they are. I think that creates a a very uh, positive environment, uh, whether it's at home or at the workplace. Yes, and I've been in your workplace, so I know that that's what it's like. <laughs> My chocolate today is from the Kakadu Plum Com- Company, and it's a special Christmas one, even though it's not Christmas yet, but I couldn't resist it. It's native jingles, desert lime and ginger. Sounds pretty good, oh, doesn't it? Beautiful. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to getting into that one. Yeah, I think I've seen this brand somewhere. It's it's. This is very good chocolate, yeah. Yes, it is very nice and they have Aboriginal, um, they help the Aboriginal community with with choosing the native foods to put in it. So oh. it's always fun to try some of those native foods. So let's get started on some other questions. I have my chocolate and coffee breaks set of conversation starters. And the one that I've pulled out, which seems very appropriate because we're just coming out of lockdown in Melbourne from COVID. So if you could travel to any place in the world, where would it be? So uh, I, I have traveled a lot, actually. Like I'm, I'm, I love traveling and, and usually every second year I'll take uh, three months off work completely and uh, – and go to some place, and uh, as one of the best place, one of the places I I really enjoyed going to was Amsterdam, and uh, I was living on a houseboat over there, uh, and uh, it used to be a very good experience on the river with the with the river breeze coming into the houseboat, and um, 
all types of birds coming in the and stuff like that and uh, walking down uh, uh, over there in Amsterdam with the cyclists and uh, people are like so friendly and creative um, so uh, that's one place where I definitely want to go again and maybe spend a month yeah I really enjoyed going to Amsterdam myself and and having those experiences and, and it's amazing how many bikes there are there I was it just I knew there was a lot of bikes there but when you see a whole what well, here would be a whole car park there was a whole bike park full of bikes tons yeah. of thousands of bikes it was just amazing yes yes absolutely and they use the bikes to like get rid of the congestion caused by cars and the pollution caused by cars so that's very good yes it's very nice so our reason for being here today is that i wanted to talk to you about what it is to be like to be a Sikh in australia because i'm sure you get a lot of interest because you do wear your your turban and that is that would make you stand out in the crowd. So I'd love for you to share me share with, with me the story of the experience of coming to Australia as a Sikh and, and what that's been like. It's been a it's been actually a very interesting experience because one of the things I I feel that like uh, wearing the turban, like some people they sort of associate with Sikh people they probably uh, had a Sikh in the class in school or uh, they had some encounter. They went to India and, and they, they went to the Sikh temple. So, so they already know about it and they come and talk to me in a very uh, affectionate way. But at the same time, uh, there are people who, who don't appreciate it. Like for them, it's like they think that this is something which is not ordinary, so not normal. Yeah. And, um, and they, would, they will not associate with, with someone who is like that. So that maybe uh, instead of like some, some other people who are inquisitive, for example, they come and ask me, what does it mean? And, um, and they're still very warm and friendly, but then there's some people like I was going through a training program and uh, uh, there the, the person who was in charge of the training school like used to think that I should not wear a turban and he used to convince me all the time that I should, I should not wear a turban, that I should like cut my hair and be like everybody else and I found it very difficult to navigate that pathway of uh, like going back to this person and saying, no, I have taken a decision. I am happy as a Sikh. I, like, and so although eventually like he, he did back off and, <laughs> and he stopped like uh, asking me to, to cut my hair. But I feel like, you know, in every society and every culture, there are people who, uh, who are more, open to different types of people and different cultures and embracing diversity is something that 
is so core to them and then there will always be some people who are very conservative and uh, who don't like the idea of looking at anything outside of what they know yeah and there really is that real difference isn't there because to me i see that well i i always think of it as the silent majority the silent majority of people are accepting to a certain degree but then there are those who who just can't see past anything that's the same as them which is why i i do this it's it's very much about well in everybody there is something that we can connect with there is something that's going to be the same you know i the the way that we think the way that we do something it's going to be the same it's like when you and i connected we had that same connection of we felt a very spiritual kind of connection so while we came come from very different backgrounds we connect on that level and i think there's people if we we have this chocolate and coffee experience <laughs> that we start to understand that people are are the same so it's yeah deep down inside like when i went traveling i always found a lot of people who wanted to be friends with me and uh, for for some i told that like i was very fascinating because i was a sikh some didn't care at all about like the fact that which religion i am from like like these days you see more and more people are shifting from religion to spirituality yes so so that religious bias is disappearing and uh, and with that like like because i have a strong spiritual grounding i always connect with people who also have that and and like I, like i was in an indian uh, city called rishikesh in the mountains and and there are people from almost 100 countries who come over there to learn meditation and and i used to make friends every day and uh, they were all from different countries and cultures but like we all like the common thread was that we all had a spiritual calling and we were in a place which sort of embraced that spirituality either through chanting or mantras or uh, meditation yoga various other ways so uh, like uh, it's i've been very fortunate that way to be able to blend with people from different religions and countries across the world uh and uh, and that way i forget myself that i am a sikh because i don't follow the the sikh tradition as much uh and uh, like i'm more i would say i've been living in australia now for so long that i'm more australian than i am sikh so <laughs> uh, <laughs> i naturally associate well with people here Yes and that's one thing that I've always that I've said to many people it's like we have it's like we all got the same we've all got our GPS set to go to the same location but we all drive in different cars and we all take different routes but we're all going to that same place yes so it's 
it doesn't matter whether you're Sikh, Christian, Buddhist, Muslim, whatever religion you are, we all we're all heading to that same, we all have that same direction that we're going to. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's that of a human being and mm. being that a human and uh, like that feeling that love in our heart for all human beings. Yes. Regardless of of which uh, religion, which culture they come from, I think I think that's being a human. That's the letting our heart be like like be in the heart and and feel you know, your connection to other people. Yes, and recognizing that that oneness of all of us. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, recognizing the the song that the song which is in our hearts, like the song which is in my heart, is a song which is in in our heart and and all our hearts. So, listening to that song, that's the most beautiful music which is playing, and uh, and then everything else becomes irrelevant. Yes, I I agree with you there. What would be something from the Sikh religion that to you is is something special that you could share with the world that that no matter what religion, what culture you're from, what's that something that you really love the most that you could share with the world? So uh, the one thing about the religion is that like uh, there is no separation that we are all one and and there is no enemy so like uh, no one to hate there's no enemy there's only friends and and one of the things about the sikhs the sikhs used to be soldiers uh, although they were religious people but they were soldiers they used to fight for for a good cause and in many instances they went into battles and uh, there were people dying on both sides and uh, the Sikh soldiers used to, if there was someone injured on the enemy side, they would take water and give them water to drink. And mm-hmm. uh, like some some soldiers used to be on the Sikh side, used to be curious about it. And they used to ask our leader, who was our spiritual guide also, that why are these people doing that? And that's not okay. But our leader used to say, that they like you should be able to see God in every human being. It's not about your that this one is a friend and that one's an enemy. They are all yours. They all are your one uh, belonging to that one. And um, and I think that that was a story from Sikhism that like left the strongest impression on on me because. Uh, I think coming to Australia in a culture which has so much diversity, it's a huge opportunity for me to be able to I sort of stick to that belief like in every situation. Yes, to always you can always follow that of recognizing that the next person is well, is a friend, is is a part of you, is 
is the same as you, then it it really does give you a different perspective on on life. I think it it removes that materiality of of being and just keeps us focused on the things that are really are important. Yes, yes, and uh, so so our Sikh values are around. Uh, they are around basically uh, like working hard and sharing. So, so like one of the things that uh, like Sikhs are usually the most hardworking people uh, in India. So they are known to be like uh, brave and hardworking, but they are also known for the fact that they share and serve a lot. So. So whenever there there is like opportunity, you will see Sikhs going there. Like the bushfires were there, yes, so, I saw that. so the Sikh community went and they helped out over there. And then during COVID, uh, when the lockdowns were there and a lot of apartments were locked mm-hmm. down, the Sikh uh, the Sikh temple used to cook food and and the Sikhs used to go and give food to people in those apartments who were locked down so that one thing about uh, about us is the Sikh people uh, we are characterized by our need to uh, like go and serve yes and there's a great tradition of feeding people too isn't there uh, from what i understand is you can go along to a Sikh temple and you'll be fed yeah, that's right. Yeah, it is like that. Uh, there is a temple uh, in India. It's called the Golden Temple uh, in uh, North India. And over there, every day, it's more than 100,000 people uh, are fed. And it's wow. like from all the time, like there's not a single time in the day when they are, they are not being fed. And there's so many volunteers doing the whole activity and it's it's just happening like clockwork like volunteers come they bring the food then there's people who are cooking the food there's people who are serving the food there's people who are polishing the shoes of people wow <laughs> who have gone inside to eat so it's like a massive uh, uh, organization in serving people so that that uh, that is a big part of of our religion and uh, and then Sikhs have uh, blended well with uh, everywhere uh, that they've gone like in Canada there's a strong Sikh community mm-hmm. and uh, because they are enterprising and hardworking and they serve the community a lot so they get accepted in these communities and in Canada right now there are several ministers uh, in the government who are Sikh. The defense minister is a Sikh. The innovation minister is a Sikh. So, uh, like, I went to Vancouver just for a holiday and I was surprised at how many people from Canada, like, they would just walk up to me and wish me. And <laughs> they, they know the Sikh greeting, like our greeting is like we wish like this and uh, we say satriya kal which means like like the timeless is true and 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 i was I, I had this experience in canada and then i went to san francisco 
for a conference and as soon as i got out of the airport like someone walked up to me uh, he stopped his car actually he walked up to me and he wished me so uh, it's very exciting that way being a seed yes you must have a feel almost like having a magic power you, wherever you go people are they're instantly drawn to you because you're because of your turban that's fascinating <laughs> we're yeah. all going to want to wear a turban now <laughs> <laughs> uh, i actually saw that in, in adelaide about a year ago when i was there it's, it was a festival in in rundlemore and the seat community were there putting turbans on people Just, yeah. <laughs> just for the fun of it, just to relate to people, and, and I thought that was that was a beautiful thing. So, did that, you try it out? Did you did you ever wear a turban? No, I didn't. I should have. I should have done it. So maybe and next time we meet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it'd be fun. Yeah. So, is there a a distinguished something that distinguishes the different colours in turbans? I'm just out of curiosity. Yes. Yeah. So actually. uh so the blue turban the navy blue turban uh, was worn by the soldiers mm-hmm. so so usually like uh, now the working class people people who are in the corporate world or business they'll wear this navy blue turban then there's a red turban is born more on festive occasions and weddings and uh things like that and then there is a saffron colored turban which is worn by the sikh saints and spiritual like more advanced spiritual people within sikhism mm-hmm. nice so we can tell what someone's who they are or what they're about by the color of their turban at this festival they were putting orange turbans on everybody oh yes yes the orange turban is the most popular for festivals yeah okay Yeah. So that would make sense. <laughs> We're having a fest festival. Yeah. Yes. Uh so is there anything else that you you think would be would like to share with us around around the being a Sikh or around spirituality that is about helping people to connect and belong to it, to community? yeah so like my journey in spirituality like i got very interested in spirituality since the age of 14 and then like uh i kept going with because spirituality is such a elaborate thing that it takes a long time to like get a, mm. get more of a deeper understanding it certainly and does when i <laughs> when i got a deeper understanding then the first thing i realized was that this whole thing about like identification like we identify with our name or country or religion uh, like any of this sort of identification dissolves when we start getting more spiritual awareness so yes uh, so now i'm i'm living that life where like um, yes i i do read the scripture but like i like i feel like at some stage i i i have transcended the need to follow a system and yeah. it's in, in my heart and in my consciousness yes yes i i completely understand what you're talking about it's about embodying 
you embody the message. You no longer are following a message. You've embodied the message. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you nailed yeah. that. <laughs> and I think you do that as well. So, so it's it's amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, you've really given us some great insights and some ideas on on Sikhism, and I really appreciate that. I really and I really appreciate you spending some time talking with us about it. As I know that it's a, it's the basis of what you do and how you present yourself in business and what you do with your business. I know that that kind of service attitude has come through, and in your business you really focus on on giving great service to the community and to your clients and to your employees. So I really appreciate that with with all that you do. Thanks. Thank you, Andrea. So thank you so much for being here today. And and that's all we have for today on Chocolate and Coffee Breaks. Thank you for joining me today on Chocolate and Coffee Breaks. To download our resource pack for your own chocolate and coffee break experiences and join our community, head on over to www chocolateandcoffeebreaks.com Join us again next time as we explore more stories that will touch your heart and reveal that opposites are the same. Meanwhile, share a chocolate, have a cuppa, enjoy a conversation and change the world. <laughs>